What's one obvious way to identify a haughty person? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 5 of Tractate Sota, and we learn that arrogant people get upset at the smallest irritations. When you realize that God fills the universe, there's never any reason to lose your cool. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. The children of Israel are nearing the promised land. King Balak of Moab is determined to stop them in their tracks. He enlists the services of Bilam, the wicked sorcerer, to cast a spell upon them. The royal messengers arrive and Bilam tells them to wait until morning for his decision. During the night, God tells him that he must not go. Nevertheless, the message he relays to the king's messengers is, God has refused for me to go with you implying that he did not consider the present company worthy enough to accompany him. Upon hearing Bilam's response, King Balak sends fancier messengers to seek Bilam's agreement to join him in his efforts to destroy the Israelites. Today's stuff warns against the nefarious character trait of haughtiness. Let's look at the Gemara. What is the scriptural source for the prohibition against haughtiness? Rava quoted Ziri. Hear and listen, do not be proud. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak taught, one verse states, and your heart will be raised up and you will forget Hashem your God. And another verse states, guard yourself lest you forget Hashem your God. Rav Yosef says a person should always learn proper behavior from the wisdom of his creator. As the Holy and blessed be he, disregarded all the mountains and hills and rested his divine presence on the lowly Mount Sinai. And he disregarded all the beautiful trees and rested his divine presence on the bush. Rabbi Alexandri says, Concerning any person who has arrogance within him, even a slight wind disturbs him, as it is stated, but the wicked are like the troubled sea. And if the sea, which contains many quarts of water, yet a slight wind disturbs it, certainly a person who contains only one quart. Let's analyze the Gemara. One of the attributes that distinguished our forefather Avraham from the wicked Bilam is a humble spirit. Avraham was willing to traverse the length and breadth of the land and surrounds to spread the word of God. Bilam displayed his haughtiness by his refusal to speak the word of God accompanied by anything less than the finest, most elite entourage. The Gemara offers two scriptural sources for the prohibition of haughtiness. First, those who are haughty refuse to listen. When you think you know it all and are better than everyone else, why bother listening to any other person? Second, haughtiness causes a person to forget God. Why? Because maintaining a constant awareness that the Almighty is everywhere leads naturally to humility. If God is omnipresent, how can there be any room for you and your ego? The more feeling of an inflated sense of self-worth implies you are taking up God's space. Why are haughty people disturbed by the wind? Because when you're full of hot air, you get swept up by a wind. Think about a hot air balloon. It has no control over itself. It's simply swept up by the surrounding wind. And that's what happens to those who are haughty. If you believe the world revolves around you, then everything must go your way. If something doesn't go according to the way you imagined, you get upset. In contrast, if you believe that God is in control of everything and it all operates according to His will and His plan, nothing in life will ever bother you. Let's say you're traveling and your bags get lost. Getting upset and all stressed out is a sign that you don't believe God is in control and he knows what he's doing. Or maybe you've set out for an important business meeting with time to spare and suddenly there's a massive traffic jam. 
the humble person will recognize that God knows exactly what he is doing and he will get you to the right place at the right time. Everything will work out. However, the haughty man will be moved by that mild wind. The world doesn't revolve around you. There is a great divine plan. The humbler you are, the more you realize that you need to go with the flow and fit into the Almighty's meticulously calculated system. The plan has been determined since the beginning of creation, and nobody ever said that it would work out the way you wanted it to happen. No, it works the way God wants it to happen. Once you accept that Hashem has a plan, life becomes far more pleasant. If you realize that no matter how much you stress out, the outcome is going to be the same, you start taking life in stride and accepting the will of heaven. Those bags aren't coming out any sooner because you're stressed out about them. You might as well purchase a change of clothing and wait patiently for the next phase of Hashem's plan. That traffic isn't moving any quicker because you're angry. You might as well put on a good Torah podcast to utilize your time productively. The Gemara tells us that God already instructed us to avoid haughtiness when he gave the Torah on Sinai. But if he wished to demonstrate humility, wouldn't it have made more sense to give the Torah in a valley? Rev. Yaakov Emden explains that giving the Torah upon a low mountain symbolizes that on the one hand, we must conduct ourselves modestly. On the other hand, however, we must never allow people to walk all over us. B'nai Torah must have a sense of pride in who they are. Otherwise, the Torah will be diminished. Similarly, more generally, as Jews, it's imperative that we hold our heads high. We will walk around looking humiliated and downtrodden, our enemies become emboldened, leading to further persecution, God forbid. Humility doesn't mean a lack of self-esteem. It means that you recognize that Hashem is leading the way through your awesome life. It's your choice whether to go with the flow or, be, or to be disturbed when things don't go your way. Only people who are full of themselves and think the world revolves around them get upset when it, life doesn't happen the way they'd expected. May you humbly accept God's decisions and do your very best to align your will with His with the knowledge that ultimately everything in His plan is for your best. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Daft Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. If you've enjoyed being my Chavrissa today, please consider purchasing the book series or partnering with the Center for Torah Values as we show the value of Torah and instill our values with Torah. Check it out at transformativeduff.com and across social media at Rabbi Daniel Friedman.